uh, verse 2, the tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouths of fools pour out folly. Yes. Yeah. You, we just, we want to be aware of the effect of, of how we say things. Yes. And not assume because we feel it strongly. I can speak it strongly. Welcome to Soundless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Hello, welcome to the Soundless Doctrine podcast. My name is David Zimmer. My name is Bob Coughlin. Great to be together. It is always great to be together. I love doing these podcasts with you. Yeah, same. And whoever else we have on. Yeah. yeah, They are always welcome to. Yeah. We have no guests today, so it's just you and me. <laughs> right. So let's go for it. What a bummer. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. If, if you turn this on, listening, thinking, hey, maybe they have a guest today. We don't. <laughs> just us. Okay. So, Bob, we are talking about sharing musical opinions humbly. Something which we are both superb at. <laughs> Through the years we've known each other. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard a proud comment from you. Wow. About any musical opinion. Wow. You And have, have you ever heard one from me? Yep. Hey. <laughs> hey. Okay. All right. So let's let's tell the truth behind this. We had actually recorded this podcast yeah. already. And we ditched it because we care about you, our listeners, and we want you to have you, quality yeah, material. You to might think, to. do they do one pass of these? <laughs> <laughs> We're here to tell you. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes, yeah. Um, so th- the idea uh, came th- came to fruition because we realized that there are many times in a musical setting in the church mm-hmm. where people share their opinions about their about the music. Yes, um, and it doesn't go well. Yeah, uh, you know, it could be. <laughs> Well, not ever, but you know, it could be you're figuring out a new arrangement for for a Sunday, yeah, or for an album as we have done, yes. or for an event, or you're just you're trying to figure stuff out. It could be that situation. It could be, um, you know, another instrumentalist just comes up with an idea you don't like. You hear something, you think, eh, I don't want that. Could be the way someone plays. Maybe you have a new new person who's joined the team. Yes, and. Just something about the way they play. It could be a piano player who plays too much, although I don't know any myself. I've heard that there are some that play too much. Uh, could be a vocalist who's you know, doesn't quite know the melody mm-hmm. or is singing harmonies all the time. Um, it could be that you're coming in with different versions of a song. I mean, there are just all kinds of reasons. There are just so many opportunities for sharing our opinions. Yes, and I'm hoping that that. T- bands, teams will, will listen to this podcast together because yes. it just could provide fodder for some helpful <laughs> interaction. Yeah. We were recounting before the podcast started um, a situation where we were arranging for an album. Oh, man. And it was tense. Yes. It was very tense. I, I don't remember the details, but I do remember someone was offering an opinion and and... Well, and what can happen sometimes in those settings is I like to say there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Yes. Everyone's sharing That's their That's another opinions. situation. Right? Everyone is sharing yes. their, you know, critiques. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember uh, one time that we were arranging a song and I thought, um, hey, this would work really well on the bridge. 
And so a certain drum pattern. No, uh, yeah. a, a certain um, like melodic moment. Okay, okay. Um, for you know the so parts. as a drummer, you're giving a musical idea. I mean, in that situation, you're the drummer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I remember saying, you know, I wrote a song, <laughs> and we did this on that song, <laughs> and it worked really great. <laughs> and I remember you saying, so if it worked on your song. <laughs> Is it going to work for us? And I, in that moment, realized, you know what? Sharing my musical opinions, <laughs> not in a humbling and humble way. So we all do it. We do it. And but you, you, you get were... so impassioned in the moment. Yes. Yes. You want to share your thoughts. You know, sometimes with, uh, you know, electric guitar players, it's like, I want to, I want it to be this tone yes. or whatever it yes. is. We can be passionate. We can be passionate. So that's, I want to talk about reasons for disagreements. And, yeah. Um, it, just broadly speaking. One, because some of these, I've, uh, the reason I want to do this podcast was that just in a number of situations I've heard about these kind of disagreements, these clashes going on. One is generational. Mm. So it might be that you have people in your band who are my age. Which would be awesome. Thank you. Uh, Just encouraging. Pu pushing 70, close to it. Um, and then your age, 35, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. and then, or younger, yeah. your 20s. You might have the, the, the span. And so it could be just what sounds good to someone who's in their 60s or 50s. Yep. Doesn't sound that good to someone's late teens, twenties. It's just you know, new is true, as as the adage goes. Um, and uh, there's this conflict. You just yes. hear it differently. One big one I just came across or heard about recently was playing. You know, some musicians who play by notes, and some mm. who play by ear. Oh, yeah. So that can be a real source of conflict. Yes. Uh, Why in, is that? In a team. From a pianist's perspective. Well, or from someone who plays notes. <laughs> Certainly others play by notes as well. Um, because you're just approaching musically dif music differently. Yes. You're saying it's, it's as written on the page. That's what we do. Somebody's thought about this before. You've mm. spent hours learning it. Hours learning it, perhaps. Yes. Whereas the person who's playing by ear goes, why are you so limited? Why are you so yeah. restricted? It's like a straitjacket. Why? Why can't we just? Why can't you be free? Free, of the chords? exactly right. So yeah. those are that can be a, a potential that source a of disagreement. Disagreement. Uh, you're familiar with different versions of a song, so mm. you, and you like your version. For yes. instance, you you liked your song and your version yes. and your lead. Yes. So you thought, surely uh, this whole room everyone would also <laughs> love it. <laughs> We'll just think this is the best lead ever. Yes. Um, sometimes it's when you're pressed for time. Mm. So, you know, people are feeling the pressure. Your, your rehearsal just got delayed for some reason and you only have 15 minutes. You thought you had 30. And so it's just like, uh, you know, we just want to get it through. Yeah. Um, maybe you're the leader and you, you want to <laughs> tell people what to do. Yeah. Just don't do that. Don't and you just yes. feel like it's your responsibility, or, or maybe go ahead. The opposite of that, yes. Do whatever you want. I don't know if that's. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Just yeah, everybody play whatever you feel. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Yes. Yeah. Um, which could cause conflict among your team members. For sure. Because which is the last one? You're you're the band member, you're the vocalist, and you feel like 
Uh, hey, hey so, no, if nobody's noticing this, I'm going to say something. Yes. And so you, you put your voice out there. Uh, those are some of the reasons. I mean, can you think of any others? Well, I, the only thing I was going to add, it, I was thinking when we were talking about just you learned the parts early, sitting in a practice room. Yeah, yeah. So much of music is so personal and it's so, it's, yes. it's you practice with personal time. You've taken years to develop these skills. You've yeah. learned this. And now you're just entering into a scenario where other people are either not as, you know, capable as you. Yes. That's the word that comes to mind. <laughs> or they're more talented, capable, gifted, more talented skilled. than you. And that rub happens where it's like, where do I fit? Yes. What's my thing? What's my part? Yes. And how do we interact? And, you know, it's like the pros that have been doing it forever are so open-handed with their they, parts. I have worked with a number of pros and they, I was just saying uh, this to someone the other day, they are generally uh, the most humble. Yeah. Because- and Not all of them, but- Not all of them mo- for sure. But most of the, like when you're talking- Many I've worked with. Yeah, session players. And yes. they, they just realize, oh, whatever's best. Yes, yes. And it's like, it's that's why you're a professional. Yes. <laughs> Whereas those of us with less gifting, less talent, less experience feel much stronger about our opinions. <laughs> yeah. It is a fight. The studio will certainly bring it out of you. Yep. But we're not talking about the studio. We're just talking about Sunday morning, yes. Thursday night rehearsal, yeah. whatever, just where you're working with your team and, and there's tension. Yes. So here. So why do we disagree? Yes. Okay. Let's look at a few reasons. I, I got five here. One, we're wise in our own eyes. Just we're wise in our own eyes. Yes. I have uh, recently read through God's Word and love doing that. And this time, one of the things I noted was anywhere, I guess I could have just done this with a concordance or a bible mm-hmm. but uh anywhere where god cautions us against being wise in our own eyes mm. wise in our own sight and there are 12 places i found it's not a good thing <laughs> yeah. to be wise in your own eyes yes. uh, proverbs twelve fifteen says the way of a fool is right in his own eyes but a wise man listens to advice Proverbs 21, 2 says, every way of a man is right in his own eyes, mm-hmm. but the Lord weighs the heart. Mm-hmm. So, so we, may, we may actually be right, but the Lord weighs the heart. And then Romans 12, 16, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Mm. So, so we can just be prone to think, if I see it, it's true. Yeah. If I think it, it's true. If I yeah. feel it, it's true. That's being wise in your own eyes. And right. not just in sharing musical opinions, but really any time in life, it's, it's foolish to, be, to think that no one can correct me on this. Mm. Unless you're dealing with foundational biblical truths. Yeah. Jesus is the only savior of the world. I'm not open to discussion on that. Yeah. I'll talk with you about it, but I'm not changing my thought on it because... That's true. That's reality. That's what God's word says. But if it's on which riff is better, a keyboard patch, are we going with? That's not the objective. That's not truth. doesn't attain quite to the same level of significance. <laughs> All right, number two, we th- and you you were alluding to this earlier. We think of music or our training as our identity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we we just 
pack this significance into what we've learned or right. you know who who we've been associated with or how much experience we have and uh, you know I, i'm a trained musician mm-hmm. so you can't tell me you've been playing what for three years you can't tell me what's right here or mm. you know i'm experienced or on the other side i feel the music you just read notes Right. I feel the music. Right. I get to the heart of it. Right. <laughs> You're just scratching the surface with your little little black dots on the page. I let it embrace my soul <laughs> and let it come out. So, you know, we we see it as our identity. Yeah. It's not. Jesus is our identity always and ever. Mm-hmm. I love that verse in Colossians 3:4 when Paul says when Christ who is our life appears, we also will appear with him in glory. Or it says it more directly, Philippians 121, for to me to live is Christ Mm -hmm. and to die is gain. I'm a musician, but first I'm a Christian. I'm not a musician who happens to be a Christian. I'm a Christian who happens to be a musician. Yeah. Um, My life is not music. Yeah. We were fond of the phrase, music is great, Jesus is greater. Yeah. And that's true corporately, that's true personally. Um. Third, we just don't listen well, like in, in right. conversations. And again, generally these these thoughts can be applicable outside a, a band oh, context. Absolutely. But Proverbs eighteen two says, "A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion." Yeah. So I don't know if you find this. I find this the stronger. Like I want to share an opinion the the more chance there is that it's it's a judgment mm. you know a sinful judgment it's it's something i've come to quickly and i don't want you to to push back on me because i know this is right yes I mean, have you experienced that oh 100% yeah it's way more easy to be you know critical than curious oh that's know. good critical yeah, it, yeah. it's it's way more easy to be um well this is how it needs to be Yes. You know, and, and that feeling that bubbles up is so connected to your last point. It's our identity. Yes. Well, if you don't like my opinion or my thought, well, then you, you have, you, you're taking offense to who I am. Yeah. You must not like me. <laughs> um, there's another proverb, 1813. Uh, if one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. I mean, God speaks so specifically yes. to these situations. And Proverbs is such a wonderful gift. Yeah, as is all the word of God, uh, but in telling us this is how you want to speak. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just don't listen. We're we're more interested in getting our opinion out than than hearing what what others might say. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, we don't weigh the effect of our words. Mm. So uh, uh, you know, I I think of situations where I've I've given a comment to uh, someone about what they're playing. It just hasn't been the kindest way, you know. What are you that? You know, what are you doing? That yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, or, or stop that. You know, just don't do that. Yeah. Just like, oh, just really not helpful. Have I ever offended you in that way? I don't know. Right. I, I'm. I can't remember. But oh, okay. Just want to make sure. I just block all those. Okay. Out. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Proverbs fifteen one and two. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So we can actually tempt people through the way we express our musical opinions. Uh, verse two, the tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouths of fools pour out folly. Yes. 
yeah, you, we just we want to be aware of the effect of of how we say things, yes, and not assume because we feel it strongly. I can speak it strongly. Yes. Well, and I um, just to like just to give a practical example. I mean, there's so many times on uh, that I've experienced on Sunday mornings where you're trying to get things ready and your sound person is trying to get things ready. And there's just a, there's a breakdown between us, the sound person and all of us. Yes. We're wondering what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's just this soft answer turns away wrath. Uh-huh. Uh, how can I help? How would I, as opposed to, oh, it's too loud. Yeah, you know, it's too yeah. quiet or I can't hear myself or whatever it is. It's, oh, that's a good one. And I can't I, hear myself. <laughs> Are you plugged in? We can hear you. (laughs) Yeah. So I just think like, yeah, are we, are we being gentle in our responses to one another? Yeah. And are we, are we preferring one another over our own needs in that moment? Yes. Which we're going to get to. Especially before you've had your coffee. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I did have an occasion recently where I was not hearing myself, not hearing the whole band when it was going on and my plug wasn't plugged into the packet pack. Um, which is kind of awkward. Yeah, we won't say anything more no. about that. No, uh, related to the effect of our words, Proverbs twelve eighteen. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, mm. but the tongue of the wise brings healing. So we can really be means of grace to people rather than offending people yes. with our thoughts. Number five, why we have disagreements? We forget who we're serving. Mm. Four thoughts there. First, we're serving our team members, and I think of Philippians 2, 3, and 4, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, do nothing, Yeah. Greek word there, nothing means nothing, <laughs> nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves, that each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Mm. So we, we are there to serve the team, and of course we may think, because we're wise in our own eyes. I'm serving the team by telling them what they're doing wrong. (laughs) It's not what we mean. Um, We're serving the congregation. So the whole band is there to serve the congregation. Right, right. right. Um, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. That's what we're we're here to do. And that tone, that chord, that harmony, that ultimately isn't going to make it a disaster Right. Or so improve it that, you know, that, that'll make all the difference. We're here to serve what they're doing. And it's only three things. Uh, Jesus. We're serving Jesus. Yeah. Colossians 3.17, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're, we're not just serving ourselves in our perception of what's going on. Right. So those are some thoughts as to why, the real reasons as to why we have disagreements. That's so good. Let's move into ways to offer opinions humbly. Yeah, how do how do we practically do this? Though? I don't know, David. I was hoping you could just kind of take it from here and just kind of lead us on. Okay, I did have some thoughts on it, but I wanted to hear your thoughts as well. Um, and this would be different for leaders and musicians, I th- mm. although it affects both. Yeah. Um, yeah, leaders need to offer their musical opinions humbly as well. Uh, yes, they they don't have a pass on this, right. you know, and it's sad when we give ourselves passes for being musicians mm-hmm. or artists. Oh, that they're just they're just that way. Mm-hmm. No one do that. God doesn't do that. He doesn't give passes to artists. 
you know, right. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but, uh, um, you know, the Levites were the singers in the Old Testament. They were priests. They were meant to be godly. They, they didn't get passed because they were musicians. So first, ways to offer your opinions humbly. First, begin with gratefulness. Mm. You know, just, just think the fact that you get to be on this team, you get to serve with these band members, that you get to serve the congregation, that you get to serve Jesus. Yeah. That, you know, that's, that's such a privilege mm-hmm. um, that we don't want to take for granted. And then yeah. appreciate the fact that God makes people differently and, and they approach music differently. I'm right. thankful that most of the people I serve with in the band, in the church, are young. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I enjoy working with people my age, but I want to work with people who see things differently. Right. You know, people who have different musical backgrounds, they have different musical exposures. Um, you know, so you might have someone who plays by notes with someone who plays by ears, different generations, different churches, different traditions. You know, that's, that's a gift yeah. that we can come together and make music. Yeah. Because the gospel unites us. Yeah, the diversity is is beautiful that we get to that we have that we get to do that, and the the uh, the parts together are better than just your parts. Yes, always, yes, always, just always. Yeah, you know, so that's such a great mindset to come in and go. What I'm contributing is going to be together with all the others, yes. these other people. Yeah, and I know as a as a leader, I have to take pains to make sure that other people know I really do want their opinions. Yeah, because I think earlier in my leading, I would be more dogmatic mm. about what I wanted, more straight to the point, and not share my musical opinion so humbly. Um, so as a leader, I, w- I want to make room for that and and recognize that if I say something strongly, that's going to come across a lot more strongly mm. than than I think it would. Then yes. I mean it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So number two, ask questions rather than give opinions. Yeah. So you detect something's wrong, something's not pleasing to you. So you could ask questions like, what, what are you singing there? What are you, what are you playing there? Or what happens if you play it like this? You know, could you try it this way? Or what do you have in your chord chart there? That's been an embarrassing moment when I've thought that someone was playing it wrong and they had a different chord chart. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and of course... Um, the way you say it is important as what you say. So it's not, what, do you, what does your core chart say? Yes. You know, but what does your core chart say? You know, are our parts fitting together? That's a question that I can ask rather than assuming that um, they're not listening at all. Or, yes. you, you know, maybe I'm not listening at all. And maybe I haven't been listening, just caught something. So there's one. Now, here's another. Ask how you might be able to change your part. <laughs> so rather than thinking the problems with everybody else, maybe, mm. you know, so you could say something like, you know, what I'm playing there doesn't quite fit. So you read notes and, you know, someone's playing by yeah. chart rather than thinking, well, that's not what the chart says. That's not what my music says. Yes. You know, hey, my part doesn't seem to be fitting there. What, what do you have there that, you know, I could change? Yes. Or vice versa. Yeah. It could go either way. Well, can I um can I just say like in terms of asking questions, it's just if you want to pursue humility, that is the that is the best way of doing it. Not only if you're trying to change things by asking questions, but if you're trying to grow yes, yourself yes. as a player, asking questions. Hey, is this 
it, it, as a drummer, am I too loud? Yes. Or am I getting off here? Oh. Or how do you feel about this? You know, and if they say, yes, you are too loud. I say, okay, I can adjust. Yeah. You know, or as an electric guitar player, like, is this like poking out too much? Like, yeah. is this really loud? Can I dial this back? You might be thinking, I would never ask that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you want to grow, those That's are questions right. to ask. Well, well, t to ask how you might change your part in the moment, but also regularly. Yeah. And most of us live with the fear that, that the sound person or another musician is going to say something critical yes. to us. Rather than opening the door and saying, hey, am I playing too much this morning? Yeah, yeah. We want people to tell us. Yeah. They're not our enemies. They're not trying to crush our gift or totally. our spirit. They want to help us. They want to help serve the church. Very good. Yeah. So asking how you might change your part. Number four, recognize the difference between offering an opinion and demanding a change. Mm. So... An opinion is an opinion. Anybody can have an opinion. Um, but if you're if you're a band member, you can you can ask a question or say you submit, but but do so with a sour face or just kind of a yeah or a snarky comment or silence. Right. You know, can we can you know you ask can um, can, can we do that course again? I really like it when we repeat that course. No, we're not going to do that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Right. Which I mean, I've been on the receiving end of that as a leader, and it's it's not pleasant. Yeah. Um, because you or when someone expresses an opinion strongly, you know, I I really like it when we you know, do it this way. Yes. Great. <laughs> I'm glad you really like it. I I'm not sure that's the best way. You know, it puts a leader in position where they. They either have to go with what you say, yeah, or kind of push strong against you, yeah. So, yeah, try to avoid that. <laughs> yes, uh, and I don't want to take too much time, but we uh, just an example of this. We went and we led worship at a church in Australia at our Parramatta church, yeah. And there was a band there, and they had always played an arrangement a certain way, yeah. And I remember when we did it, uh, we immediately realized, okay, we're playing from two yeah. different charts, yeah. And their response, because I think it's been cultivated with them, yes. their response immediately was, okay, well, we'll just learn the new one. Yes, yes. And at, when you realize... And I said, praise the Lord. Yeah, <laughs> thank you no, so much. We didn't do ours. Yeah. We did it there. Yes. Way. Yeah, so, but I just, that kind of reception yes. uh, and humility to say, yeah, whatever serves Yeah, is the, is the posture. And so I thought in that moment... What's going to serve is you doing this song. Well, you always do it. You've always done it. Yeah. It's it's not like it was different lyrics and different chords. In yeah. Some places it wasn't like a big deal, right? You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we think of our team as a democratic dictatorship, where everybody has um, an opinion and mm -hmm. they can. And I encourage that, but in the end, someone has to make a decision. Yeah. Which is number six, five rather recognize that someone has to make a decision yeah <laughs> you know it's not like hey we're not moving we're not moving on this until it's unanimous yeah everybody's got to agree this is the right decision yeah that just will slow you down so much yeah so if you're not the person who has to make the decision feel free to offer it but support those who have the responsibility of making the final call
Yes. It, it frees you up. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no. Go ahead. It frees you up as a musician to defer to your leader. Yes. That free, that frees me up. And yes. I'm, I'm, I arrange a lot. That's like my job. Yeah, yeah. It frees me up as a musician. And as a leader, for for someone to defer to me also frees me up to move on and keep yes. going and moving forward. Yes. So it's, it's, it's a relationship that works. And I've been in situations where I'm not the leader. And I don't want to be that person on the team who makes the leader feel like I'm saying, well, I've been doing this for like right. so long. Right. How could you not listen to me? Because yeah. my role in that position is to serve the person who's making the final calls. Yep. Mm -hmm. Number six, learn to laugh together. Learn At, to laugh together. Rehearsals should be fun. Yeah, seriously. No one's the perfect musician. No one has the perfect musical ideas. We're a team working together to serve the church, and and we should have fun doing that. Yeah. It's funny, you know, when, when people see things differently, hear things differently, and it's like, oh, man, I didn't know that that, Someone could think that was good, but they do. Okay. <laughs> or that someone could think what I'm doing is bad, but they do. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Just learn to laugh at each other's you know, things that we might do. And it diffuses so much. Oh, it's so helpful. Yeah. And then finally, just nourish and cultivate a culture of encouragement. Yes. Look harder for things to encourage about your situation than critique. And I know mm. some who are listening to this, I hope would be convicted that you're that person who on the team, you always point out what could be better. Mm. This could be better. And you're thinking you're serving the team and maybe you are, but maybe you would serve the team better if you did as much encouragement as you did critique. Yeah, good, or and more. If, yeah, and yeah. if you came into the next rehearsal and, and we're seeing all these things that were helpful. Someone came early. Someone was, you know, joyful in their serving. Someone didn't play in a certain section or whatever. Yes. And just be pointing those things out so that when you do offer something, it lands a lot more easily. You can always find evidences of grace on your team. Yes. And in your church, and in the people in your church, absolutely, always. And if that that should be your it, that should motivate uh, everything you do. Yeah, is how can I find evidences of grace? Yeah. So rather than our rehearsals being a a time of you know contested opinions and you know pushing against each other and you know seeing who can come out on top, they should be a place where we experience the fruit of the gospel in, in, in encouragement and faith and joy as we prepare to serve our churches. Mm -hmm. And what a privilege that is. And we don't want to let critical spirits or being wise in our own eyes rob us of the joy of that experience. Yeah, well said. So we hope that what we shared uh, has contributed to that for you and your team. And do uh, you have any more yeah. thoughts? No, I thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at SovereignGraceMusic.org.